Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs, the only watch podcast that knows vanity of vanities, all is vanity. You have made it to all the way to episode 185. I am alive. Michael, what is up? Thank you for holding it down last week. Holding it down. Downtown. No, not a problem. <laughs> um, you know, I just... Uh, glad we can get something out there, and uh, whatever you need, man. I know you're doing bathroom stuff not bathroom stuff but bathroom like making i am i am just on the toilet 24 7 i had some bad peanut butter it happened to a buddy of mine like apparently apparently peanut butter can expire and um and he thought just he he thought it couldn't so like it was clearly like bad peanut butter and he ate it and like dude i didn't hear from him for like two weeks (laughs) it's just like he had that walking dead peanut butter it's just like been sitting there in somebody's in an ammo can it's like it was it was like it was an old oil can some rusty nails and like a jar of peanut butter like oh that's that's what i want to eat fine that's that's fine that's what i'm gonna eat those canning enthusiasts, you know, the, or, or people that preserve stuff in, in mason jars, they're like, I've had this steak in here for 40 years. It's totally fine. I'm like, I don't think so, man. This is my birth year rotisserie chicken from 1975. <laughs> I, I'm going to eat it on my 50th birthday, and that's going to be your last fucking birthday, man. All right? Having your birth year rotisserie chicken. So disgusting. I, I, we have failed as a civilization. <laughs> We failed. We had one chance, and we failed. Uh, you know, telling you, dude. Well, at least we're here doing a podcast. <laughs> but here, some... let's do this episode one eighty five. This is gonna be a really really cool one. Um, Michael, thank you last week for holding it down. Yeah, I'm in the middle of doing a bathroom renovation right now, which is basically code for I'm in the process of very slowly just opting to kill myself. Because we don't have a contractor, I'm doing it all myself. I didn't tell you when I was smashing out. So if you if you're if you follow us on Patreon, you're you already get access to before the clap, which is Michael and mine's conversation before we record. Um, it's just like a half hour, forty minute conversation. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, I'm not tooting my own horn here. It's pretty fucking funny. All right, it's, it's pretty a, it's hilarious. A good time. It's a good if time. you're yeah, it's basically our humor, um, just on crack. And not on watches like at all because there's just some things we just can't say or really get into on air. Um, yeah. But I was telling Michael about my bathroom uh, renovation, and my, I didn't tell you, bro, when I was smashing out all of the concrete tiles. So basically, the the I have concrete subfloor, and on top of the subfloor, it's uh, ceramic tiles. And if you've never removed twelve by twelve ceramic tiles from concrete subfloor. The only way I can describe to you what you have to do is you have to murder each and every single tile. It's not like, oh, I'll just uh, I'll just scrape it up with the fucking uh, electric jackhammer. All the nice looking men on HGTV have. No, you have to get like a hammer and you have to actually murder each piece of tile. But the problem is when ceramic breaks, it's basically you're flint napping. You know what I mean? And you're creating thousands of little knives. And little arrowheads and spear points. So I'm smashing all this tile and I'm scooping it up with my hands and putting it in a trash bag. And my palms and fingers just got all sliced oh, up. Geez. I had like 13 paper cuts basically on the oh. palms of my hands. And I'm like, well, Thick I gloves, man. This, <laughs> well, yeah, afterwards I'm just like, mm, you know, no glove, no love. I really should have probably put on some kind of hand protecting apparatus uh, before... <laughs> <laughs> before I stuck my hands. It was like that. Do you ever do you ever watch the the Saw movies? Yeah. 
It was like that scene where the chick fell into the pit full of needles. Yeah, she has to like dig in there. She has Ugh. to like climb in the dirt and then just to climb. That was like what it was, but was ceramic tile. Oh my god, it was horrible. I'm bleeding. <sighs> Becky's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, yeah, "I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm here now. I'm here. <laughs> I'm fine now, but I can't account for how I'm going to feel in an hour." You know. So yeah, in the middle of the bathroom meno. So thank you, Michael, for holding it down. This episode's going to be a lot of fun. Sorry, I got very distracted. Um. Because I keep getting emails about that. You know what? If you're fuck you guys. If if me getting distracted is really annoying, just fuck you. All right. Just yeah. listen to some other piece of shit podcast. I don't. I, I really don't give a shit. Okay. It's a free podcast. Yeah. You pay nothing. <laughs> you know. I think it'd be more structured if you guys opened with some soft piano and did like introductions and like no fucking like fuck 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 you man. Okay, dude. It's a free fucking show. I ha- we have jobs. This isn't really our job. <laughs> you know how when you're done with work, you guys and gals can get home and just like kick off your shoes and just maybe stare at the TV or hang out with your loved ones and defrag. We can't do that. When we're done with work, we have to do this. Mm-hmm. And so if you have little critiques, little notes, fuck off. I really, I really just don't give a shit. It's a free show. Okay. Yeah, it's, sun- it's Sunday morning. My my wife is on a hike now. It's really really nice outside. I'm it's not Sunday morning. My wife is preparing a meal for herself to eat alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what but I'm it's saying? Gonna, it's going to be... It, this is still therapeutic. Um, Any notes or critiques you have about the show, you can literally just fucking shove them up your ass. I just, I just don't care. It's a free show. It's a free show. Listen to something else. What was I talking about? This is going to be a fun like episode, it. actually. Let me get back to it for you. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, episode 185, the Two Book Watch Now's podcast, Unpopular Watch Opinions. I think we've done similar stuff to this. Michael and I, we're very much entrenched in the Simpsons did it, where we've basically talked about everything, and now we're just doing episode twos. We think we've done an unpopular watch opinion episode, but we I think it's been find a combination. It. It's been a combination of... A similar approach framed differently. So I think we did Instagram, Insta- Instagram trends that need trends. to die. Yeah, yeah, that was a fan favorite. People really liked that show. Yeah. That was a fun one. You know what I mean? Yeah, that but I think a- I think sometimes we say stuff and people are surprised that we think a certain way. And you know, I I tapped into the Slack yesterday to see if people would would like to hear about a couple topics so we have some today yeah um, and depending on the reception i think we can maybe make it a, a recurring segment just like watch brands we know nothing about let's um, just let's just be two broke old miserly watch snobs just yelling at kids to get off our fucking lawn like i, I really think that's my final form that is my final form Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Unhealthy, I decrepit, constantly, always kind of thirsty, but overheating at the same time. Just angry at stuff. <laughs> always sweating. Always sweating. Some sort of degree of moisture is always in the surface of my skin. I'm also in Florida. That's kind of normal. In Florida, you always have kind of like a cup of water, like between your legs. It's always kind of like gross. Yeah. Um, I don't know it's how. Like common you just take a shower, put your clothes on without drying, and walk outside. It's like when That's we were in weird. Hong Kong, when TBWS was in Hong Kong. Dude, dude I, three, we had three to, showers a day. Exactly. You had, to, you had to shower two or three times a day. <laughs> Where were your toilet water soup? Oh, my God. That's, I don't want to offend anyone, but yeah. 
And after after seeing those those diagrams of how certain things spread in uh, in the bathroom pipes, ugh. yeah, I got some thoughts about what happened with that bowl of soup. Bowl of something, I'll tell you that. But here, let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's do this. But yeah, episode one eighty five, unpopular watch opinions. Got to get back on track. Um, I, I I wrote some stuff down. Michael's got some stuff on his end as well. We're probably gonna come up with some stuff in the moment. Um, also, but here, let's let's do this, bro. Would you like? Michael, would you like to do an audio wrist check with me on this fine Sunday morning? Easy like Sunday morning, right? (laughs) Yeah, I just want to make sure that I pull up all the specs of the one that I'm going to talk about. Just make it up. Just Just make it up. It's a free show. (laughs) Just make it up. No Yeah, this is a a 20 millimeter, 2000 water resistant um, Timex Navidiva. Just make make it up. Who cares? (laughs) Oh, these guys are great with the way they do their specs. All right, so I'm wearing a cool watch. I'm, right, doing what do you a, got? I'm, I'm doing a little mini weekend watch fast. Um, back in Seattle for the weekend, I moved down south, uh, but we still come up for the weekends, uh, and, and I like to take one watch at a time. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, I'm wearing the Notice Contrail with oh, the stainless, stainless steel bezel, and I've been wearing that, I think, maybe throughout the... End of Friday all the way through now, and I have it on a standard Barton rubber strap. There's something about Barton and Notice. It's almost like those two companies were just made for each other because their Don't straps. They collab sometimes. They do. I, I think they do, uh, or or they've done releases where if you buy the Notice, you get a Barton in the box. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they still do it, but. Uh, this strap is just perfect for this watch. Actually, I, I think I fell in love with the watch all over again when I got it off of the bracelet. Because the mm-hmm. bracelet's really, it, it comes on a stainless steel H-Link bracelet. Uh, and it's really, really nice. But, you know, um, it gets kind of hot to wear a steel bracelet these days. Um, you know, the days are getting really, really warm here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, this this watch is awesome, man. It's... Uh, the specs are so it's 40.5 millimeters in diameter 47.5 lug to lug and only 12.5 millimeters thick uh and it's just a really really nice blue dial i forgot the the shade of blue that they called this but i it thought was, that thing was chunkier than it actually is it's actually not that thick i thought it was like super chunky for some reason it's a little bit chunky. It's it's one of those top hat sapphire crystals, those boxy. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. So that so that pops up a little bit higher, um, and dude, yeah, one of also one of the best bi-directional bezel actions I've I've experienced on on any watch. This thing is just it's really positive in how you can go in both directions. Yeah, there's not really any wiggle. You got the second time zone with this. This, but I, I spent so much time, Kaz, thinking like, oh, <laughs> you know, I, I want I want a really cool watch with a 12-hour bezel. And I've probably talked about it several times. Had that marathon. I've been thinking about some other brands. But this this thing is just great, man. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to be wearing this a lot more this summer. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's turning... Less, it's less like a watch that I just bought, and more, more of a watch that might migrate into my core collection, just like oh, wow. the the box of ten. Uh, so, 
Yeah, man. And notice is actually in the in the process of redesigning these. I think they have some um, some samples in uh, from from their latest concepts because mm-hmm. they're doing they're doing new versions or sorry, a new version of the duality. Uh, so they're getting a restock on the duality, and then they're uh, apparently redoing the the contrail. So we should be seeing some uh, some new version of this because I think. Yeah, if you try to if you try to buy this on the site, the contrail's gone. If you try to buy the duality, the uh, the duality's gone. So, mm. um, yeah, I'm sure we'll see these pop up in a little bit. Uh, but overall, a really really cool watch. Miura nine zero one five also uh, great great little movement in there. The only thing I would change on this watch is is the crown. I would like the crown to be a little bit bigger. But um, oh, interesting. Great great watch. If if you have the chance to pick one up. Um, you know, give it a shot. Uh, if you do have this watch and you're really not sure about what to do with straps or bracelets, man, Barton straps and notice go so well together. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's what like I'm like peanut butter and jelly. Is that what you're saying? Like Walking Dead peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> and canned rotisserie chicken. <laughs> Oh, I love it. That's so cool. I'm glad you, cause yeah, I, for, I forgot you haven't you haven't bust that thing out in a while. I'm glad it's. I have it. I something. You know. Notice, it, notice is interesting. There, there. We talk about the the unified design language that seems to weave through all of their releases. Yeah. And I almost feel like they're the Apple computers of the the small batch watch world. Interesting. Um. Everything is very sleek, very sexy. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, I've been spending a lot of time on, on the Notice uh, Facebook group and I, I started to see a lot of cool shots there. And I'm like, man, I forgot that I have one of these things. I'm going to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have, oh man, from a review uh, that Mike Razak, Razak, sorry, bro, had done forever ago, I have a white dial Avalon. Yeah, those, those are cool. Kind of, yeah. kind of big for me, but pretty cool watches. Yeah. Nice. Is so it what my go? Yeah. Uh, I am wearing the Invicta Pro Diver 89260B. Um, this is the automatic one. This is basically the 40 millimeter sub, you know, style one. Uh, 40 millimeter case, 14 millimeters in thickness, 48 by 48 lug to lug. Um, NH35 mechanical movement. You know, we said it before. This is probably the most affordable watch you can get that incredible of a movement in this watch mm-hmm. you can get on amazon between like 16 80 bucks yeah. um this watch for me signaled to the end of my 40 millimeter sub case hunt because for so long i just wanted like a sub like a submariner style case 40 millimeters you know just super under the radar you know fun i could just throw it on just because you know the actual submariner case style is just it's super iconic and it's an iconic for for a reason and so i feel like in some kind of iteration if it's something that's on your mind then your collection probably needs it you know because i yeah. feel like people tend to talk themselves out of purchases or out of uh collection pieces because they think oh you know oh it's it's everyone has xyz i shouldn't everyone has herpes i shouldn't get herpes or like oh i shouldn't get a submariner everyone everyone's got like a got like a <laughs> submariner style case or whatever but like it's one of those things where it if you keep returning to something like that, I think the universe is trying to fucking tell you something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
And so for a while, I was going back and forth. I kept trying to find a, like a style, like a substyle case, and like I kept looking at like micro brands that were doing stuff. And the Invicta kept popping into my head, but I kept like, no, it's dumb. It's Invicta. I have I have more credibility than that. Um, eventually, I sobered up and realized, no, I don't. That's a ridiculous thought to have. I have I have zero uh, credibility or self worth. Let's just get let's just give the Invicta a shot. And I'm fucking happy I did. This watch is awesome. It has ended the search for the 40 millimeter sub style case. It wears really well. I love the movement in here. It's exactly what I needed it to be. Um, I have a review up online. Uh, it gets a ton of traffic and people are always commenting on it. It's just like, hey man, if you love this watch, then you know, you love shitters. Or it's just like, hey man, that thing's gonna fall apart. And like, I, th I think as a group, the majority of you guys that don't like this watch have to kind of re-examine your fragile masculinity because I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing throughout your day where the, the Invicta's gonna fall apart on your wrist unless you're like sledgehammering cows or something like that I really don't <laughs> think I don't think you need anything else except the Invicta it, obviously I wouldn't go diving with it I wouldn't go like I wasn't wearing this when I was smashing the fuck out of all my ceramic tiles on concrete floor. You know what I mean? I think you can probably still go diving with it and nothing would happen. I don't know. Probably. I mean, re re realistically, screw down yeah. crown. Let me see the... Let me double check. Screw down case back. Like, we have to stop feeling like our watch purchases are supposed to reinforce brittle parts of our gender identity it's like oh you yeah. know i'm a i'm a female watch collector i have to buy something that's like dainty you know with jewels no you can buy something that's 45 millimeters with dicks on it who cares yeah. like you just gotta buy what makes you happy imagine I that watch i know right where's that watch at that's the limited edition tbws desk clock coming to you soon more on that in a few minutes um but i think i think you should collect in a way as if social media didn't exist. What if you never, ever shared a photo of your watch with someone online? What would your collection look like? Oh my God. I I was thinking about that the other day. Um, you know? And just how I probably, if I didn't work, if my day job wasn't in social media, I probably would have no part in social media. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, me Which, either. I didn't, do, I didn't get into social media until we started doing this. Yeah, I only true. got an Instagram for TBWS. That's I don't true. have a personal Instagram. I don't have a personal Facebook or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know? How would you collect watches if you never shared photos of them online? I think you yeah. would, most of you at home would be like, you know, fuck, I wouldn't have bought the latest blah, blah, blah. So I could be, you know, the first to post stupid blah, blah, blah on Instagram. Or like, I wouldn't spend <laughs> three hours a day posing my stupid leather shoes with like my fancy pen to post like you you know what i mean like i think i think as a collector you would be way more fulfilled and i know i would have been way more fulfilled if i just bought this fucking invicta when i first thought about it to solve my hunt for yeah. the 40 millimeter submariner style case you know what i mean so and I, I think i think i ask you every time that that doesn't have a ceramic bezel that has a aluminum aluminium insert Okay, an insert. Alu yeah. Aluminium insert full of vitamins. It's sorry, I'm from Florida. It's aluminum. It's it's a yeah. It's an aluminum insert. It's not ceramic. It's sick. It's a sixty dollar watch. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. That whole glossy ceramic thing is getting super popular, and I think uh, companies are are finding ways to do it for cheaper. But yeah, I guess 
yeah, that's a pretty cheap watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a Lumina insert. Yeah, the loom's not great, but again, the the strength of my loom does not correlate to the potential ghost length of my penis. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't feel the need to have really strong loom to feel like I'm packing more in my tidy whities That's mm-hmm. stupid. That's a really dumb thing for people <laughs> to do. And if you don't think you do that, you should probably re-examine it, because I'll tell you right now, I have totally done that. Before I really thought about it, and been like, oh no, man, I want to make uh, the clicks. The clicks on my bezel have to be good. Why? Like why? <laughs> yeah. What exactly. is that? What does that Jacques, mean? Jacques Cousteau is not examining the clicks on his uh, Doxid dive bezel before. You know, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure he didn't cancel his dive that day because there was a little bit of play. <laughs> Between 15 and 16. <laughs> it's like, guys, we got to cancel. There's too much play in the bezel. I could run out of oxygen down there. It's like, listen, listen, <laughs> Mr. Bean, just get your fucking ass down to that wire. Okay, you got some history to make. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like bezel clicks. I used to be fucking really, really anal retentive about bezel clicks. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. You know? It's a, it's chapter ring misalignment for the sake Misal- of guys too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sending it back. There's a mi- misaligned chapter right here. Okay, does that does that mean you like you your 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 penis is at the wrong angle? Like I don't I don't I don't understand. Like oh, I I have I can't have my chapter ring, but you know, be analogous to the actual pointing direction of my penis. Like I'm sorry, I'm making all these penis jokes, but it's the collection is very male centric, unfortunately. And the thing is, the majority of the times when people bring up stupid shit. Like, oh, the loom is weak, or like, oh, the bezel clicks aren't good. It's like, it's weirdly genderized. I don't know why. This is this is shaping up to be a, a fine therapeutic episode. We have to stop giving a shit. <laughs> we need to all remove Facebook and Instagram from our fucking phones just for a week, just a detox. You know what I mean? And just really think about how you collect watches. Do you actually collect watches for you or do you collect watches for people you've never met online and who really don't give a fuck about you? This is gonna you know I mean? this is gonna go well into some of the topics that we picked. Um Absolutely. Some un- unpopular watch opinions. Um Absolutely. And but yeah, I, so I like to, this. We we haven't really talked about this kind of stuff in, in a while. So yeah. But to answer your question, I'm wearing the Invicta Pro Diver eight nine two six zero B and I like it. That's a great watch. Have you have you figured out if you're gonna do anything about that Invicta on the side? I'm gonna leave it. Just not really. Yeah. I don't, I don't even notice it anymore. I I, lit- yeah. I literally didn't even occur to me until you mentioned it. It seems like a lot of work, for no good reason. It's a lot of work, and like I could do something cool. It's it, it to me. It's like covering up a tattoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, Johnny Depp when he and Winona Ryder were a thing, he got Winona tattooed on his arm. Um, oh. Then they weren't a thing, and he had to find a really good tattoo artist to turn it from Winona to like Wino, like wine, like a wine lover, like Wino. And I, apparently, he is a huge I wine no person. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got he's got the word Wino tattooed on him. But no, it's just it just actually said Winona. Um, that's what I would have to do with the Invicta. I'd have to. <laughs> I this the, the Invicta logo is my Winona. I'll just keep her name on my shoulder. I don't care. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what, I mean? what the fuck can I turn Invicta into? You I know, know, leave leave uh, leave some suggestions in the uh, the comments. Maybe guys. I just add a W and it'll be Win Victor. Like I'm win, like I'm winning, Win Victor. Winning. <laughs> People will be so annoyed by that. 
I'm 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 Win Victor, bro. But yeah, so <laughs> we're in the Invicta Pro Diver eight nine two eight nine two six zero B. Um, go to the website, check out my review. I'm quite proud of the photos I was able to get um, on here for this watch. And um, all the specs are on here, all that cool stuff's on here, and my impressions and all that crap's on here as well. So go and give it a gander. But here, let's do this. All right, let me cross off shit on the list as we talk about it. If you did the intro, you and I have done a very nice wrist check for the family. Don't let your fucking kids listen to this show. I'm still amazed people let their kids listen to this show. Michael, yeah. do you want to get into do you want? Do you want to get into housekeeping items yeah should there's some stuff we, we <laughs> should we address this because people have been asking us about this do you want to talk about this fucking hodinky clock yeah let's talk about the clock um you know i can I, sum I, up i can sum up my thoughts on the clock very succinctly because i feel like people have been talking about it and everyone and like it's kind of everywhere and but i can very very clearly and briefly, for once in my life, sum up my thoughts on the clock. However, before I do that, what did you first think when you heard about this clock? I have a picture of it right now pulled up in front of me. You know, we we operate in a circle of watch. I don't want to use the word journalist. People that like to... Um, write about watches, comment on watches, build a career on watches. And I'll, there's this sort of unspoken tradition between a lot of them that you do an April Fool's Day post. <laughs> um, and I had, I, no joke, I got April Fool's Day vibes. Did you have from, to check the day? That. I had <laughs> to check to the check. day. I was like, this, this is an April Fool's joke. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I, I like Ariel really likes to do them. I think we've we've talked about doing some April Fool stuff before. Um, didn't, and didn't, they're generally good natured. And I watched you like the pet leather one. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can make a strap out of your dead pet. Oh, Love that was it. great. Fantastic. But, um, yeah, that, that's, that, that was my immediate reaction. What day is it? Cause it's a it's a six thousand dollar travel clock, and you have some good points about this too that I, I really wasn't considering. But what you said you can sum this up pretty it, pretty quickly. So in case you have no idea what we're talking about, because the thing is I've been very unplugged from the from Earth, and so I had to have folks in our TBWS Patreon Slack let me know what the fuck was up because I kept seeing people mention a dinky clock, a dinky clock. Oh, Kaz and Mike, are you guys doing a clock too? I'm like, what the fuck are you people talking about? Like what? What yeah. is a hodinky? Like, what is going on? And then, like, and then, like, very privately, someone had to be like, "Oh, yeah, they released, they released a travel clock. Here's the link." And I think I literally wrote back, "Fuck my mouth." It's a six thousand dollar travel clock. If you yeah. aren't familiar with a travel clock, is it's basically it's a very old school thing. It, it, it's it's congruent with like train travel or some shit. That's how yeah. long ago, you know what I mean? And so it's like a little clock. It it's like a makeup compact, but maybe the size of your wallet. Uh, travel clocks are supposed to fold and you can kind of keep them and if you were to sleep on a train or take a nap on a train you could set like the alarm on your travel clock, a clock, clock or your travel clock it depends who you're traveling with yeah. and it will wake you up more more on clocks later with that story from Las Vegas and it'll wake you up so it's a very nostalgic sort of old timey thing um, that's what a travel clock is and so I saw those ding and some people shared with me how Dinky released a $6,000 travel clock um, in terms of a contri contributions to Earth, it's pretty fucking stupid. Okay, it's basically the, the, the dumbest thing ever. But in terms of con contributions to 2020, it is the fucking 
dumbest thing. No one has money. Okay. Everyone's furloughed or on part-time hours or they're living on fucking credit or they're on unemployment. So no one's just got $6,000 to spend. And A, and B, who's traveling? Who's yeah. traveling right now, Michael? Not us. Not us. Who the fuck is traveling? We this would is, have been we would have been getting ready for a cruise. We, we you and I would have been getting ready for our Alaska Disney crew, yeah. Don't close worry. to a month from like today almost. Yeah. So like in terms of purchases and contributions to 2020, this is the fucking I would have honestly preferred a mask with like a clock on it. <laughs> Or like a face shield with like a digital Casio readout over your left eye, so it's like a video game. That'd have been fucking awesome. You know, it's this interesting is that stupid. It's interesting that you bring up those points where you know people don't have uh, disposable income to to buy luxury goods or travel or things like that. No, you yeah. know, usually, usually, um, just going back to my job and and the company that I do work for, a lot of a lot of times releases are paused because of how they can be perceived within a specific economic climate, um, you know, or just so things aren't seen as insensitive. Yes. I think, I think a company, I think a company like that should <clears throat> probably have considered that before putting this out there. Um, it's evidence we, of how out of touch the people yeah. who make the choices really fucking are. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And we ne we never we never really like when I'll just I'll put it this way when you put a product out there like your branded product it's it's fair game to to receive criticism in some way so so fucking stupid here I'm gonna tell you guys this right now if you if you didn't know what a travel clock was or if you knew what they were and you saw this Hodinky one and your mind kind of on travel clocks but you don't want to pay the stupid fucking price of this stupid fucking clock. Go to eBay. Actually, Michael, do this right now. Go to eBay. Tell me when you're ready. Go to eBay. Go to eBay. I'm on eBay. I'm, gonna, I'm about to save. This is like one of those YouTube, <laughs> like YouTube ads. Do you want to save five thousand dollars? I'm going to save you, Michael. I'm going to save you six thousand nine hundred and eighty dollars. Are you on eBay? I'm on eBay. Type in Slava travel clock. So Slava, like my Slava medical Slava travel clock. So if you people did not know. Even by you people. Uh, if you want the travel clock, that's actually vintage and not some stupid, weird, reject, sharper image design because that's what that fucking Hodinky travel clock is. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. It needs to be next to the Trump stakes and like the statue of Predator and like an air <laughs> hockey stakes. table. It's like the stupidest thing. It's a reject, sharper image design. If yeah. you want something actually fucking vintage, Go to eBay, type in Slava travel clocks. Slava is the Soviet brand, was the Soviet brand. They made travel clocks because train travel was booming, uh, you know, during this time in the Soviet Union. And there are, these are mechanical. They, they're all in incredible condition because people, you know, people didn't use these all the time. And uh, it was, this was, this was a, a, as far as Soviet luxury <laughs> items go, this was, you know, a luxury item. These, yeah. most of them are in beautiful condition between 20 and 30 bucks and it's actually vintage they made these between fucking 1950 and 1980 you have to wind this with a key because that that other one the hodinky one comes with like a weird key or is, was i just seeing yeah, the it, it looks like a fucking bike lock key yeah 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I don't want to wind my $6,000 stupid travel <laughs> clock with a $15 bike lock key. Do you remember that that Ferrari Hublot that had, like, I don't the know, a month the power, hell, like a... the power drill? <laughs> I think there's video of, <laughs> of Bevere, like, winding it. He's like, oh, you need to use this power drill. <laughs> you'll need to refill your prescription before having to rewind your watch. So the uh, winding key is purely stupid it's a stupid thing it's not a grandfather clock you don't need a winding key these these travel clocks have the winding mechanism built into it so if you open some of them up and if you slide through pictures you'll see uh, a little uh, like a like a like a like a button sticking out with a ring on it that's what you wind. Oh, I see. It, I see. It. Oh, so okay. Yeah. It's not some stupid loose item you can like lose or put on your keys, and then when you go to lunch with all your dumb friends, you put your keys down. You're like, oh, sorry about that. Oh yeah, that's just the key to my hotinky. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the key to my hotinky. That's just the. Key. Oh, sorry guys. Whoops. <laughs> I thought I was in the office. It's like fucking. Like first of all, get new friends and maybe reevaluate your life choices. You know what I mean? I, I have. I have another alternative. If we're gonna do alternatives to this, and this is not vintage. But around the same price. Okay. Um, What's your alternative? And I think arguably as orologically geeky, just one of those brawn <clears throat> classic uh, travel yes. clocks. They're quartz. Hell yes. They're quartz. They're thirty bucks. I'm seeing thirty, thirty-five bucks on Amazon. They have that Bauhaus sort yes. of look. And people collect the you can find the old ones. People collect the old ones, but the new ones today are still made. You know, with the same same kind of look and everything, and these are so cool. I love these. Yeah. I'm looking at one right now. Yes, get this. Do, buy this. Don't buy the reject sharper image fucking design for six thousand dollars. <laughs> with like the globe where you touch it and your hair sticks up, like 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 literally like like just stupid, just a stupid area in a mall where shit existed for idiots with money who had no idea what to do with it. Have you have you been on the subreddit? Uh, I think it's called Watches Circle Jerk. It's just <laughs> no. it's it's like a parody subreddit of for for watches and watch did they, collecting. Did they have a fucking field day with this Hodinky clock? Pro, I haven't checked, but pro, it's almost I don't know. It's it's like an Onion article. You know, <laughs> that's that's what this that's what this release feels like. I love the that pictures. Is. So there's a gif. There's a gif here of the person very nicely opening it and like taking it out of the leather case, and it's just like. It's so pretentious and it's so out of touch, it literally makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> Guy's dressed like uh, Ted Bundy, too. He's dressed like he's in a cabin in the woods somewhere. He's, you know what I mean? He's built a corn patch over all of his victims. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's tastefully sipping coffee while looking out the window and he's just like, you know, I think I'll murder, I think I'll murder that girl at the convenience store today. She, <laughs> she looked at me really, you know, I really. You I haven't know? seen the desktop version, so I, I didn't I didn't get all the motion on this product page. So just seeing that seeing that gift there with him looking out the window is even that creepier. Girl, she she smiled at me the other day. I should probably snap her throat and bury her <laughs> in the back of my koi pot. <sighs> that might look nice. Let me set my alarm for that on my Hodinky six thousand dollar alarm clock. You know what I mean? Like that's oh what's happening. Sorry if you work in a convenience store and you smile at someone lately if someone breaks your neck in the next eight days or however <laughs> fucking long the yeah, eight days power reserve. So this is, yes, this is dumb. Like I don't, I, we try not to like do this overtly with other watch blogs, but God in heaven, enough is enough. Like this, the worst fucking time. Yeah. 
No, or something this expensive, specifically aimed at travel. I agree. I agree. Oh, oh man. Fuck. All right, I'm crossing it off. I'm done talking about fucking Hodinky. Uh, hey, can so, I? Hey, can I? Can I just let's let's pin this with with one final point. Yes. What's up? It's sold out. Shame on you if you bought this fucking clock. I'll just uh, I'll leave it at that. It's How many out. did they make? Ninety six. Well, ninety six of you are fucking stupid, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> if you're listening to this show, you're gonna see one pop up on the Slack channel. Good, <laughs> like good. Like, I got it. Yeah, yeah. And if someone would be like, "Oh, hey, Kaz, I bought it." Like, "Oh, good. You're fucking stupid." Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. <laughs> that was a great segue. Um, if you. <laughs> If you like two rogue watch snobs, if you have a good time with this, please consider going. I literally, this is a great episode. I told everyone to shove their opinions up their ass. I told them if they bought this clock, they're fucking stupid. And now we're asking for Patreon donations. I don't care. It's a free podcast. Um, if you like the show, if you have a good time with us here on air, please consider going and checking out our Patreon page, specifically because... We have access to the Patreon uh, TBWS Slack channel. It's basically like, okay, so everyone loves the Slack channel. We all have a great time. We're basically chatting all the time. And I love it because someone made the comment and it created this big thread of like, I really hope the guys don't grow this thing because I don't want more people in here. Like we, like it's going to be cool before everyone figured it out. It was cool. You know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe we should make like an inner circle, like a Disney Club 33 TBWS Slack channel. You know what I mean? For like the originals. But yeah, so the Slack channel is great. We do daily risk checks in there. Really great conversations happen in there. This episode idea actually technically came from the Slack channel. Unpopular watch opinions. You know? Yeah. You chat with us. You chat with the TV desk contributors. Go and check it out. In addition to that, you get access to... Um, uh, I do a video series called eBay Deep Dives. So we watch eBay Deep Dives with Kaz. I'm Kaz. That's who's talking right now. We're basically, <clears throat> excuse me. I go on eBay and I'll type in fucking pull yacht signal or, you know, Seconda 3017. And I'll, in real time, I'll look at listings. I'll point out stuff that's prank and I'll point out stuff that looks good. I'll give you real time information and like a video buyer guide for. A particular Soviet watch you're looking for. So if there are, if you are, if you opted, if you opted into that, you know, video tier, and you're one of the folks who has a particular watch in mind that you're hunting for, Soviet watch, and you want to know my opinions, just let me know. Happy to do a video um, on those. So yeah, consider going checking out our Patreon page. It's a lot of fun. It's just so cool. Yeah. Um, and thank you to everyone that has supported us uh, uh, on the on the Patreon uh, channel as well. Uh, oh, you have a story here. Breaking, breaking news from from Las Vegas. Glass, yeah, Glass this Vegas. Is, this is another one of the things that we we share we we share pertinent current events. Also, here we we talk about stuff that's not it's, always yeah, the, watch related. This the TBWS interesting... Slack is my source of news for breaking yeah, news. Yeah, good good unbiased source. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, in Vegas, man steals three foot forty pound dildo from adult store. Uh, people are getting desperate out there, man. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> what I what I love is the photo. It's just a guy. <laughs> it's just a security camera. It. He's just carrying a four foot dildo casually, as if it was like a rolled up rug, out of the over, fucking over his shoulder, over his shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> like he's carrying a rug. 
I just have so many questions. Like, is I, there is there like a five foot deep latex vagina at home? Where he's like, perfect. This is it. This is. Do you think he tried like offering money the day before? And they're like, sir, we can't sell you. <laughs> it's not he's for like, sale. He's like, fine, okay, whatever. And then like he went home and he was eating his fucking TV dinner. He's like, you know what? Fuck those motherfuckers. I'm gonna steal that shit. And you know it also I mean? looks then, like he's he's walking out so nonchalantly, almost like when you were a teenager and you were like, oh, if I steal the CD from Best Buy, they technically can't do anything to me once I walk out the door. Like he, that's that's how he's walking out of the door. Yeah, like nothing is happening. I mean, that's the best way to commit a crime, as if you're doing nothing wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I think he is wearing a mask. Good for him. At least he's being safe. <laughs> Staying safe. At least he's being safe. So yeah, breaking news from Las Vegas. Um, I don't think anything else is really happening in the world. It's just, it's just mainly that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Whew, where am I? Okay, uh, we talked about Houdinki Clock. Did Patreon. I just literally wrote. I literally wrote Man of Steel dildo. That's what I wrote down. I'm crossing it off now. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Let's get into the main topic. Um, episode 185, Two Broke Watch Knobs uh, podcast. Unpopular. Uh, watch opinions. Can we start with the big one, the first one you brought up that I think is what kind of spawned this discussion in the Slack channel? I, I, I've been talking for you know an inordinate amount of this episode, so I'm I'm excited for you to kind of maybe open up with the first. Like okay, so if you guys okay, if any of you are still listening to this after me telling you to shove your thoughts up your ass and calling you stupid if you bought this dinky clock. And then spending five minutes talking about a man stealing a dildo. If any of you people are still listening, this is the time for you to get ready to just send us your fucking angry. So this this is the actual trigger warning. This is, yeah, this, I hate that phrase, but that's what's happening right now. Yeah. Michael, take it away. Ba- ba- you, know, you know, yeah, take it away. Take him away, this, toys. This doesn't, this doesn't come from me. This was sourced from the group. <laughs> I'm trying to save myself here. Um... <laughs> Rolex is a fashion brand. All right, just give everyone a minute for the spit takes. Yeah, <laughs> spit takes. So it, it's, it's, it's actually a really interesting point because it does force us to do something we've discussed before. What the fuck is a fashion brand? Yes. Right? A fashion brand to me is something that... So A, and I'm not saying this in a derogatory way, accessibility or like brand awareness everyone knows everyone's heard of fucking fossil watches everyone's heard of fucking you know timex and shit like that yeah you know um the other facet of it also and again i'm not saying this derogatorily is that the majority of those people who have awareness of that brand aren't necessarily enthusiast nerds the majority of the people on earth who know about rolex are not watch nerds they're just yeah other fucking human, like a, 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 a million people know about Mercedes Benz and Porsche mm-hmm. and Lamborghini and Ferrari, but they're not fucking like gearheads. Yeah. You know? So for me, that's a fashion brand. And if you think about it, Rolex, Rolex, Rolex is a fashion brand. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of up there. And I think, I think that sentiment comes from, um, the transition that they made from producing uh i think the original vision of rolex was to make the best watch possible yeah just full oh, stop. Yeah. um and so in, in the earlier in the earlier era of rolex uh 
it was very no frills this is the best watch that we can make right now this is what it looks like uh which is why so many people gravitate to the four digit references the five digit references um, and then they had this shift into fashion this shift into luxury yeah um and that's 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 what changed the brand for forever um and arguably i, th I think that's what brought the brand to like real mainstream prominence um it's almost like when sammy hagar joined van halen like they got so much more polished and they got so big right but you but you know the david lee roth years were better i mean come right. on so come at us guys <laughs> yeah I, I that's that's the way I, I see Rolex and I can understand I can understand this um, you know this this opinion but I, I can also understand how it would be pretty pretty unpopular um, look, just looking back at my experience with Rolex um, you know the one what that I miss the most is is the five digit reference right what would you say to someone that was just like no way man Rolex is way more than a fashion brand and I've heard this argument before. It's one of the most reliable products that you can buy in any industry. They're built tough. They'll last. They're, you know, honed to specific blah, blah, blah. And they're water tested inside of the eyeball of a shark and blah, blah. Like, yeah. what would you say to someone who kind of touts all of the design and function quality testing built into Rolex? Because, I mean, no one can deny that that stuff is there. You know, it is a quote unquote quality built product. Yeah. But I was still called a fashion brand. What would you say to that person? I would say that that's not true. Um, Interesting. You know, I, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a reliable product, um, but it's not the most reliable product. Um, you know, I, I think I think the quartz watch that you change the battery on, on like once every five years is a more reliable product. Um, you know, that's, that's why a great we, show. <laughs> I mean that's why soldiers wear G-Shock. They they don't wear Rolex anymore. I think I think that's part of the philosophy behind switching from a mil sub to a quartz CWC for for the yeah. Royal Navy things things like that. Um, you know I, I don't think reliability can be taken into this this argument all that easily. Um, but I don't think I don't think their their primary goal anymore is. Is just making the best watch possible because then I started thinking about the conspiracies and you know the the artificial scarcity that they're they're pushing and yeah um, I, I, I do think that Rolex is trying to elevate themselves to the level you see with AP or Patek Vacheron yeah. and, and I think I almost the conspiracy is that they had to do all this artificial scarcity stuff to elevate themselves to that level um so i don't know I, I i don't know anymore i would have i would have thought that maybe a while back for some models but um i really do think it's more about fashion these days and so i don't think the statement uh rolex is a fashion brand is all that controversial but it's it's gonna be when we publish this episode <laughs> i mean it's a good point because it also adds the definition of, of what a fashion brand is. And so you're saying that concerted shift away from being like a functional item, we have to make the best watch possible. That shift to then occurring to we need to make 
I don't really know what the word. I mean, we we're more worried about beautiful watches or like yeah. the we have the best gemologist uh, working at gunpoint in our Swiss Bond uh, villain, you know, hideout, or we have the yeah. best like like metallurgist so we can get the greatest hue of our rose gold data. You know what I mean? So I I, I think that shift away from functionality to style. Uh, in addition to trying to create this artificial scarcity, so you're seen as like a high-label fashion item, you know what yeah. I mean? Like a luxury good. Um, those do, to me, uh, signal, you know, uh, fashion brands. So maybe we can make the division in that the way Rolex functions today, modernly, is as a fashion brand. However, that's not implying, you know, like your old five-digit uh, uh, piece that you're talking about or older Rolexes, that's not implying that those watches are fashion watches. It's really more implication of how the brand has chosen to operate. Yeah. They've chosen to operate as a fashion brand. Which is why I mentioned in, in the last episode that I did with, with Noor, um, you know, I said I'm kind of done with Rolex because yeah. I spent so much time I spent so much time trying to find that, you know, unapologetic tool vibe from modern yeah. Rolex. Um, and it's not really possible outside of, you know, a very small number of models. So I said, you know, if I ever go Rolex again, why not just, why not just get what they're really trying to push, get something in a precious metal, get something insane. You know, mm. it's not possible by any means, <laughs> but <laughs> I think I think that if you're looking for that kind of vibe, that tool watch vibe in, in modern Rolex, uh, it's it's very difficult. It's more it's of a fashion thing. Yeah, it just doesn't seem possible anymore. So, yeah, yeah, let's call it Rolex is a fashion brand. All right. Can't wait for the, the emails. <laughs> you guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Here, second. <laughs> the return of Kaz. <laughs> second. Watch Neckbeard. I'm going to break into your fucking home and whisper whisper the phone book to you in my Neckbeard voice. Aaron, Aaronson. Um, that was like a weird college humor Batman voice. Sorry. Um, second unpopular watch opinion. Should I do this one? Go for it. Homages really aren't that bad. They're not. I, I know there's been some very polemic and divisive commentary within the watch family, specifically from, and so I'll call him out because he's a great friend of the show and I do respect the shit out of him and I love his opinion and in some extent he's, he's right, but uh, Nick Harris made a comment in regards to homages, I think specifically about that, that fucking horrible Tiger Concept 36 millimeter blue dial watch the, the, right. the, that's supposed to be a, a, yeah. an, a, an, a homage of the BB36. Mm -hmm. He made a comment in that it's not so much about you having a fake watch or something being passed off as something else. It's that by stealing someone's intellectual property and doing it shittily, you're hurting the source. Yeah. And that's that, actually that a, I would a very with. valid point. Yeah. That's 100% a valid point. But I don't think that immediately closes the door and negates it and says like, oh, yep, we should never buy an homage then because like, I don't think homages are that bad because I'm wearing this Pro Diver. This Pro Diver is an homage. I'm taking it off so I can get a better look at it. This Pro Diver is an homage, but that's because it's, you know, it's clearly supposed to 
be like the Submariner 40 millimeter style case, but like, <clears throat> a I don't want to buy an actual fucking Rolex 40 millimeter 40 millimeter Rolex that's supposed to be. I guess this is what like a five digit. I don't think about Rolex. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's got the lugs, the different lugs. Like, I don't want to pay that price. A and B, my collection would in no way be enhanced or bettered by ha having like a Rolex like this. This is just me seeing a design, thinking it's cool, knowing full well the source material. I think that's the other really big thing as well. Homages aren't that bad as long as you understand what you're buying is essentially a design of, of you know, something else. And as long mm -hmm. as you don't try and pass it off, it's like, oh, dude, if I wear this Pro Diver, all the other guys in the office are gonna think, think I'm going to wear a Rolex. No, they're not. And if they do, they're fucking stupid. All right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's just that story from the grocery store that has never happened. You know, he came <laughs> up to me and asked me, is that a Rolex? And I said, no, it's an homage. It's a Steinhardt. And then I walked <laughs> away and everybody in the store clapped. Everyone clapped. <laughs> It's just, it's I didn't charge for my groceries. I just walked out with the fucking cart. Everyone <laughs> clapped. I was checking the ripeness of cantaloupe, and he came and asked me if that was a roll. Yeah, that <laughs> that doesn't happen. Like, it's you know what I mean. Like, it, 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 don't buy an homage if you want to try and convince or have people think like, oh, he's got fucking Rolex money, or like, oh, he's got taste. That's an older Rolex. Like, no, it's a fucking Invicta, man. All yeah. Right. Well, actually, your your Invicta is the watch I was thinking about when I started, I don't know, working through this topic again, yeah. uh, be because I think we did another <laughs> episode where I picked a version of that Invicta that was quartz that was really popular with modding. Um, mm. And I think modding to a certain degree is a level of enthusiasm that plays off homages in a lot oh, of yeah. like you'll you'll turn you'll turn the invicta pro pro diver into a benris type one with a 12-hour bezel and it's really cool um or some people will take that invicta and turn it into a sort of mil sub thing so yeah. it's almost an, an homage that's been um turned into another homage and i yeah. think what what one thing that really attracts me about homages is that they represent a completely different level of enthusiasm that is not super mainstream in the watch world. And I always I always make the comparison with guitars and how it's completely opposite in the guitar world. If you play the Fender Telecaster, you're a fucking casual. But if you play the copy the Tom Anderson or the Sir, or even if you made something out of war moth parts, right. you're, you're elevated in some way. Yeah. And no one, no one walks up to the person with the war moth and is like, Oh, you could, so you couldn't afford the fender. <laughs> you're wearing the Steinar cause you couldn't afford the Rolex. I just think it's a different level of enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's something that I'm, you know, I, 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 you know, just transparently, I've been very tied to brand recognition and um, that kind of stuff in the past. And it used I think it used to be something a little more important to me. But then I think a lot of people discover that that takes a whole lot of fun out of watch collecting. It takes um, a whole lot of fun and it just takes so much effort. It does. It really does. You just does. be conscious of that shit. And like, dude, life is too fucking short to give a fuck about something dumb like that. 
Did you did you ever see that it was a YouTuber? <laughs> he mm. kind of got blasted off the earth, but he did a very very high quality macro video of the ceramic Pepsi Rolex GMT. And when he when he zoomed in like fucking microscope level zoomed into the GMT hand, there were like speckles along and the paint wasn't really applied <laughs> evenly and things like that. I didn't and I'm see just that. like and I'm just like, dude, that's the kind of stuff that people shit on Steinhardt for. Uh, <laughs> and they just came out with a six hundred fifty dollar solid looking thirty nine millimeter GMT blue red. And I'm, you know. So you can pay you can pay six hundred dollars for speckled loom, or you can pay nine thousand dollars for speckled loom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'd rather just uh, pay the six hundred bucks and be happy. You yeah. know. So I I think maybe I don't know. A lot changes when you uh, do a home renovation, or huh. uh, a lot changes when you when you buy a home. And you, you start to reprioritize, I guess, yeah. uh, not just from from a money standpoint, but because um, I think money is the least important thing when we talk about watch enthusiasts and watch collecting. Because yeah. um, anyone can have money, but no one can have your taste. No one can have your likes and dislikes in watch collecting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I kind of think I just in the same way, in the same way that I used to be really into building guitars and and finding builders that essentially made copies that were i don't know more attractive to me because of something i i kind of i like approaching watches that way and i think i've spent way too much time thinking about homages throughout this entire life cycle of watch collecting i think i'm just gonna say i like them and i'm totally on board with them just don't buy a copy don't buy a steinhardt that says rolex that's where i draw the line yeah, don't buy a copy. Don't buy anything that's trying to like pull the wool over your eyes or pull the wool over you know other There's people who might see CD, you. CD underworld of watch collecting and websites. We we had oh, an yeah. episode way back about like copy watch enthusiasts with whole yeah. forums and sites dedicated to it. <laughs> yeah. That, I think that for me is where I would like definitely draw the line. Like I don't yeah. want to wear something that's trying to like deceive or make people think it's actually a Rolex or so like that's like maybe yeah. I think the homage thing is fine. Just know the source material, know what your watch is actually being inspired from, whether it's one watch or like a compilation of watches, and just be like super proud of the fact that you're rocking a Steinhardt or you're mm-hmm. rocking um you know, you know what I love? I love those old quartz um Seikos that look like old date just with like the fluted bezel and they're like gold or their two tone. Have you seen those? Yeah. I love those. So or cool. those or those Orients. The Orient Day dates. Oh my god. They're actually kind of rare. They're they're really rare, especially yeah. if you want to try to find one that doesn't have like the stupid fake zirconium markers, because you can get that all day because they're fucking horrible. The ones that have bar markers, those are yeah, those are rare. Yeah, I don't know. I I I, I like homages. I think there's something kind of cool, maybe just where I can be geeky about something and actually yeah. spend less money. Sometimes exactly back back in the to the guitar space. Sometimes if you move away from the mainstream product you you end up spending more money so 
Yeah, we will ask, and I'll, well, let's end this segment of 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 mm. the, 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 that unpopular opinion by asking a question we've asked many times here, the Two Book Watch House podcast: Are you a wealth enthusiast or an urology enthusiast? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see here. Let me cross that one off. Oh, this is a good one. This is one of mine. Should I introduce it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fun. Okay. Uh, hashtags don't mean you have friends. All right. If you yeah. plan your whole day around getting out of work at five just to catch the light right so you can do the perfect half watch, blah, 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 or the fleek of flatter, blah, blah, blah. So all your Flecto, friends Flecto Instagram, Friday. Flecto Friday, <laughs> Notice Thursday. Sorry, guys. If you do, if you plan any of your days around these stupid fucking hashtags because you feel like you're part of a group, I'm really sorry to be pissing on your guys' strawberries right now. But hashtags do not mean you have friends. Yeah, we hashtags. Um, hashtags just mean you're contributing to, to a community that's poised to judge you. That's it. That's it. It's that. It's that extra serotonin bump. Like I said. Yeah. You get one bump per heart. I'm uh, taking part. In, I'm taking part in the hashtag. You know, blah 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 Tuesday. Like, yeah, I'm cool. It's like you're definitely not fucking cool, man. All right. Like, you could get hit by a bus fucking tomorrow. And there'd be like a sad post on Instagram from your spouse. Oh, you know, watch, watch guy, blah, 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 I hit by a bus. And it'd be like, oh man, RIP bro. And like the fist and the beers. And then a few days would go by and no one would remember you there. Yeah. Instagram hashtags do not mean you have friends. Yeah. Eventually we'll all be forgotten. Eventually we'll all be forgotten. That's why, Michael, I record everything I do in stone. (laughs) I record it in stone and I bury it. Illegally in my HOA community, just you know, stone last. Tape doesn't last. CDs don't last. Paper definitely doesn't fucking last. Stone. We back stone up. We back forever. up these episodes on stone. <laughs> we have a we have a we, 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 we have a we have a stone and chisel backup hard drive for, uh, for all the TBWS episodes. It takes up roughly ninety five percent of my home. You know, my wife is very accommodating to our stone chisel and <laughs> it's starting to get to her. Well, there's no room for groceries and all this stuff. I mean, she complained. You know, so it's just, yeah, yeah. I started, I may have to take out some more uh, server space. <laughs> server space for our stone backup. Um, but yeah, so like, I don't mean to be miserly or rude. And I know full fucking well I'm saying that as the inventor of the Seiko Catterday hashtag and the fucking wrist check hashtag uh, no not the wrist check um, the real wrist the real wrist check hashtag the watch fast hashtag i know full well but we've never created those under the pretense of hey if you use this hashtag you'll magically gain tens of thousands of fucking friends it's like hey may, use this hashtag and maybe we'll see it in comment you know what I'm i mean still, i'm still amazed that two finger friday pulls up watch stuff that sounds so... F- it's like right up there with the shocker. Remember the shocker? Yes. Two in the like, pink, one in the stink. Like, I, okay. that, that's, that was a risky one. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> two finger... And people still use it, you know? But like the half watch, blah, blah, blah. And like the... the this, It's just so dumb. I don't mean to be mean, but I don't like when I see people... Because I see shots and I can tell from the photos, like, yo, they worked really hard to like compose like a fairly respectable shot and they get like 10 likes yeah and i know that has to suck 
because I have 100% been on the other end of that. I've structured my one hour lunch break around contributing to a hashtag. And then you shit out a cell phone photo the next day and it does better. It does better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, no, I remember I, very vividly. I remember when I was working at Universal, I used to work this digital production over here at Universal Studios. I was on my one hour lunch break and I was trying to time a photo of my vintage Omega Seamaster 30 with the, uh, uh, there's a, this is a, there's a section in the Jurassic Park ride where you like, it's a, it's a, what's like a log water ride, but not a log, it's like a water ride where like you do this big fall and it's a big splash of water and there's like an area for spectators to watch and the splash and like, oh, he, we're having fun. I stood there for an hour, Michael, just taking photos, trying to get the perfect photo. <laughs> I didn't eat. I didn't even get a good photo. I posted it and I got like 13 likes or some shit. Oh, gosh. Guys, it's not worth it. Instagram and hashtags for people who don't really give a shit about you unless you know them in real life do not fucking matter. You don't have friends in hashtags, which is a, which is a good band name, actually. Go hug your kids. Go hug your kids. Kiss your spouse. Go out to dinner. Go Go for a walk. Don't spend your fucking lunch break trying to get a good wrist shot at the Jurassic Park water ride. That's fucking stupid, man. Yeah. I don't know if you've done that, but I've... I've lost a lot of my time doing that. I think the only time... <sighs> no, I never really spent... I never really spent a lot of time on a photo. Um... I think we've talked about this. You you and I, like, take different approaches to... to oh, yeah. ...photos for the Instagram. Yeah. I, lately I've been taking max like four of the same shot and then I'll pick out of those four and I'll be like, yeah, this, this can work. And then I'll edit it a little bit and throw it up there. Probably doesn't really look as good as it could, but yeah, again, it's Instagram, you know? So you'd rather be spending time with your wife than spending three hours on a Saturday getting the light well, just right. <laughs> Well, a lot of times I want to do something in the middle of the workday and I can't really like <laughs> spend all that time. So um yeah that fuji actually changed changed everything for me man i I think it's the the stuff that i can get directly off the camera sometimes holy holy oh yeah i love mine i I love my little fuji i I have a little fuji xt10 that this thing is fucking great unpopular unpopular watch opinion you don't need a crazy dslr to uh to be a watch journalist or no honestly Dude, you could you could just do it on your phone. Also, you could legitimately yeah. just use your phone. Like the gear, the gear rat race. We're all very susceptible to it, specifically in the watch family, because the niche of our enthusiasm and our kind of collecting predilections—they're item based. So item, oh, a watches, yeah. and I need a watch box and a spring bar tool, and blah blah blah. And it's so easy for that to turn into, oh, I need to get a good camera. Oh, I need to get good leather shoes. Oh, I need a good belt. Oh, I need the right Patagonia fucking jacket. And then at a certain <laughs> point, you're just someone that spent a lot of money. And you still have no fucking friends, and you're unhappy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So exactly. it's you got to kind of pull the gear hunt back guys you don't need a fucking nice ass camera or whatever the fuck it is to, to take photos with your watch journalist or whatever you can really just use your phone it's really more just lighting being able to know good lighting conditions and just like knowing what shitty light looks like versus bad light that exactly. for me has been the biggest thing i've learned yeah and i could have done that on my fucking iphone 7 
which is basically an abacus. <laughs> you know? My iPhone 7 is like a fucking, uh, it's like a water clock. Like, yeah, it works. It's kind of dated. kind of dated technology. You know what I mean? There's better what things out there. What iPhone do you have now? I have an iPhone 7. Oh, you have an iPhone 7. I don't even know yeah. what number they're on. They're on like iPhone, blah, 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 blah. Like iPhone 34. I have no fucking. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't care. I'm tired. I'm a tired. I'm a tired homeowner. I'm a tired yeah. homeowner who misses their wife. That's what I it is. I can believe it. <laughs> but here, yeah, hashtags don't mean you have friends. Or as Michael very appropriately put it, go kiss your kids. Like go spend time with your families, guys, or your loved ones. Like don't fucking spend time trying to impress people on a hashtag don't care about you yeah. unless they actually know you in real life sorry that's different <sighs> yeah obviously that's different uh let's see here Ooh, okay last one that we officially wrote down would you do you do you remember what we wrote down or do you want me I to think I, for, it? I forgot it i will i am very happy to bring this up number four unpopular watch opinion of episode 185 of the two book watchdogs podcast hang on to your tips quartz is better oh yeah I and stop <laughs> That's true. I brought that one up. Yeah, I uh, I posted I posted that eco drive that you got me, um, on Instagram the other day, and I don't know. I just I got to thinking that you know what I've been thinking a lot lately. There are a lot of watches that I like, and this is an interesting evolution as a watch collector, where I'll I'll see a watch, I'll consider the purchase. And I'll tell myself, man, I really like it, but I kind of wish it was quartz. <laughs> You've achieved full orological nirvana, Michael. You've kinda, seen through all the bullshit. And it's kind of, it's kind of like the craziest, the craziest thing to go through because you know when you're learning about watches, and I think you know you you learn about mechanical and all that fun stuff. Uh, you, you start researching watches, and you're like, no, oh, this is quartz. Uh, I gotta get something real. Um, I gotta get something real. We've yeah. all totally said that. I've said that. But My lately, God. lately, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going through right now. But I feel, I feel more attracted to quartz watches. So I, another watch that I've been super into for so long um, is the, I don't know what you call it, the, the MK2 or Mark II Para Paradive, something like that. Um, and it's that asymmetrical uh, dive watch that has that 12-hour bezel. Um, we talked about it in affordable vintage pilot watches, but it's it's like 800 bucks, and I kind of wish that it was quartz because I, mm. I would love I would love a watch with that look and feel, but with the carefree, no nonsense nature of a quartz watch. And yeah. I, maybe that's maybe that's just what I'm trying to find in, in my watches right now. That's totally fair, you know, because the thing is, it also, we have to also examine what the fuck does better mean in the, in the, yeah. in the, in the discussion of mechanicals better or quartz is better. What the fuck does, does better mean? So if you're an neurology enthusiast, if you're, you know, a watch fanatic, you have to kind of do a bit of soul searching to figure out, do I, Am I enthusiastic about timekeeping? Am I enthusiastic about the actual art of urology with, you know, timekeeping technologies and what's the most accurate? Because accuracy is like the holy grail of the 
if you really want to get like no bullshit about it, a proper or or like a proper watch enthusiast, a proper horology enthusiast has to prioritize timekeeping. It's funny if you dig if you dig back way back into the catalog, I think I had I think I made a statement where I think we might even have an episode where accuracy really isn't that important. Mm-hmm. So you can see you can see how our we've, thinking has evolved. We've come full circle. Well, the thing is, a- accuracy. I think we've also may have said we also may have said accuracy isn't important because nothing in my actual day depends on accuracy. <laughs> but also, if we're trying to define, if we're, we're really trying to find the mark of better, I think it's more general than that. It's just whatever does its job better. Whatever tool- does its job better. The yes. tool that the tool that does its its intended job better is objectively better. Yeah, I think. I don't know. We're getting agreed. <laughs> no, I mean totally agreed. What does a better job of keeping time? A yeah, fifteen dollar quartz Timex, or a blah, blah blah blah, however multiple thousand dollar Rolex that you had to like courts the ad and like buy a few other rolexes first and then like get on a list and like go up and like pretend to sacrifice your son to a monotheistic god like all this shit you had to go through what actually keeps better time i think the missing courts or the missing the missing piece is feelings because i have i have better feelings (laughs) if i'm wearing an ice blue platinum daytona with a chocolate ceramic bezel I think you have better feelings because you feel a sense of accomplishment, which has actually nothing to do with the tool. You could have gotten that same satisfaction from getting a sweet-ass guitar. That's true. You could have bought a fucking custom 22 or custom 24 with the fucking bird inlays and the blah, 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 and the, the flame rose maple blah, blah, and the shit. You Those know really what I mean? nice guitars, man. They're really fucking nice guitars. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm saying they're fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you that same sense of accomplishment. So then it's not the actual you're not neurology enthusiast. You're some kind of like accomplishment whore. Like you're chasing like good feeling chemicals. Or you just like spending money. I mean not you like in particular, I'm not yeah. like pointing and accurate like or or this individual just loves spending money. Yeah. Are you a wealth enthusiast, guys? Or are you are you a neurology lover? Do you love, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think or, some people or, or are you a fashion enthusiast, which is just going to irate the fuck <laughs> out of everyone? <laughs> well, I only like green watches. Well, it sounds like you're a fucking fashion watch lover, pal. Sorry. Well, what if you're like a, a material, a material science professional or something like that? And you're just really fascinated by tolerances and fit and finish and the way that you can get ceramic to be this kind of color or, you know, the dial to be this shade of ice blue. Mm-hmm. You might also be that kind of person. I don't think you need to spend $40,000 to be that kind of person. <laughs> I don't think that watch is 40000 I think that watch is like, if you have to ask, you can't get it <laughs> these days. <laughs> what's, this, what's the ZJ? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. But yeah, you, 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 I mean, like, you're, you're right. You could be like... you. Okay, so here's if you're some kind of material nerd or if you love the way you can use like ceramic or metal to compose different things, you know what? Just buy a fucking Rado. Yeah. Okay. Buy an all ceramic Rado because those things are fucking awesome. Let's see if David SW has one of these Daytonas. Dude, a, regular, got dude. a regular white gold Daytona now is 34000 Like, it's just so dumb. A steel one is 23000 if you 
people feel so inclined to take your money and burn it, just burn it. Like, don't go to the song or dance of involving the, the postal service and online. Web. Just go in your backyard and fucking burn it. Like, <laughs> or mail it to us. You can mail it to TBWS. That's fine, too. Yeah, but lately, this is kind of a selfish episode, I guess. I um, Michael, it's a free podcast. Two of these things I've just been thinking about a lot, homages and, and, and quartz and just what's happening to me right now. I don't know what's happening to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at watches and being bummed out that there's a like an NH35 inside. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Just, quartz I wish you would have gotten like quartz movement. <laughs> dude, quartz is better. It's actually, it's actually better. I don't have to worry about wines in quartz. I don't have to worry about quartz making me late for something even though i use my fucking phone anyway so it doesn't matter but if you objectively think about what better means it means that item in regards to its you know function if you're like dude watches don't have to function anymore you're not wrong but you're also a fucking i don't know wealth enthusiast or you just like the color blue and you have blue watches or you just like feel or you like being the object of of of, of envy we talked about that in the past you love buying stuff right. that other people can't have so you're the first one to jump on the stupid seiko limited editions where they're gonna start having fucking rubber ducks on the dial because they're getting really stupid with some of these seiko limit like it looks like a child's mobile like that's what some of these like like seiko dials are starting to look like you know Speak, what I mean? Speaking of watches that um, I wish were quartz, um, Michael Happy from Gavox, mm-hmm. he needs to start making some of these watches that he's teasing us with on Instagram. What's he teasing us with? Maybe I'm pulling it up right now. Look, look at this thing. I'm going to say it's a little bit older, but it is this, um, you know, a while back he did that concept of the quartz Avidiver GMT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's been made. Now look at this thing. Um, it looks like it's a chronograph. So it's a chronograph, and he's saying it could be titanium. Whoa. It would come with an alarm. So probably the same movement that would be in like the roads or, or similar. Um, Dude, with the a, buttons screw down. Yeah, with a twelve-hour bezel. He's got to. He's got to start making some of these concepts. Whoa! Stop, stop teasing us. <laughs> Gavox Blackbird, dude, this thing is cool. Oh, is that what is that what he called it? That's what it says in the dial. I'm reading the dial. Oh, I didn't even see that. Gavox Black. Oh my gosh, come on, man. Come on, Gavox. He posted this on March 22nd, and then we'd never seen it like any hint of anything else. Just this teasing. thing is quite beautiful, actually. Teasing, man. What does he say? Yes or no? Pilot watch, hopefully titanium. Alarm, alarm. Yeah. Oh, that's a little subdial. Interesting. He might be fucking with that same movement I have in the roads. Mm-hmm, exactly. But then you get the second time zone with the bezel, and it's a chronograph. Wow. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, Michael Happy. I'm this not crazy. Th- cra- not crazy about the bracelet, but you just put it on NATO. This thing would this thing would sing on a NATO. But this is an excellent example of a watch like this, better as quartz. Yeah. Yeah. If I this agree. was mechanical, I would actually be upset. You yeah, know? I think so. Way better as quartz. So cool. Yeah, so sorry guys, quartz is better. If you if you just look at what the fuck better means in this stupid game that we're doing with watch collecting and everything like that, quartz is better. If you don't think so, 
then you know or you could be one of those you could be one of those people like oh but mechanical movements represent years of technology and blood and sweat yeah what the fuck do you think quartz technology represents <laughs> just because it's not That's sexy true. and there's not like a, like a very small European man giving himself sciatica at like a bench with his nose up against the piece of wood staring at a small gear just because there's not that doesn't mean there's not blood sweat and tears and incredible engineering prowess in your yeah. fucking quartz watch like yeah. shame on you for thinking quartz watches are fucking easy to make and they just they just came out of the ground one day like radishes like it's <laughs> fucked up man people worked really hard to make quartz watches a thing <laughs> oh, man. you know yeah so, on, his, on his site we're not seeing the gavox blackbird okay the gavox blackbird has to happen i'll be the first Come on, michael michael happy <laughs> michael happy you heard it here my very own brother in two broke wash snobbery michael penante has said He'll be first in line, but yeah, the but the, the buttons seem to screw down. So, what don't you like about the uh, bracelet? You don't like this beads of rice ish looking look? Um, I don't like that many rows of beads. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. No, that makes. But usually, it's what like three rows. This is oof, he's going for the fence. This is seven, six or seven rows. It'd be funny if my my doxa is the same. <laughs> yeah, I think my doxa is three. You? Yeah, I feel like three is normal. Not normal, but like what we usually see on a beads of rice. Yeah, it looks kind of glitzy for this kind of watch. I think I'd like maybe an oyster style. Let me look mm. at my doxa. Yeah, the doxa is. Oh, I see what happens with the doxa. the The beads are staggered, so they they alternate. They're in different positions with every little row of beads. Oh, okay, cool. So it's yeah, and maybe that's what I don't like about all of them next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, this thing is crazy cool. Let's see what else we've got on this feed. Yeah, I, I love my Gavox roads. I mean, this thing's actually pretty. It looks like the dial layout is different. So he's, yeah, he's done something with the movement that's in the Gavox roads to where he's able to have this more sort of like. Maybe there's just another version of the movement that has this subdial configuration. What? What is it? Does this have like Nighthawk vibes? Is this the, is this the configuration of the Nighthawk, or am I crazy? No, the Nighthawk's totally different. It's it has that really unique um, GMT oh, yeah. scale where it's a half moon for AM and PM with the little planes flying around. Dude, why are these things so expensive now? The Nighthawk. Talk about that. Three ninety five on Amazon. Damn. Never maybe they got discontinued that. or something. Who knows? Maybe. Or maybe the, um, all the COVID stuff is like fucking up supply lines. Yeah. Because they did also come out with a new one, which was a Blue Angels Nighthawk. Yeah. Um, Maybe they don't make this one anymore. Who knows? But yeah, that, that watch has been pretty pricey lately. All right. Let me do this thing. So... Hold on, I'm very distracted right now. All right, quartz is better. Sorry, guys. Let's just recap where we are in terms of our unpopular watch opinions right now. So, um, Rolex is a fashion brand. Suck it, nerds. Um, homages really aren't that bad. Suck it, nerds. Uh, hashtags don't mean you have friends. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And quartz is better. How many more? How many more idols and false gods do we need to slay, Michael? Are there any other ones? That might be enough for one day. We'll see what happens to the <laughs> listeners. 
<laughs> Patreon zero. It's just like, oh, we lost everyone today. That's nice. That's good. Or, or, or the opposite. It's like, oh, you have a new $100 patron. <laughs> yeah. We don't even have a $100 tier. That would like, from a $100 tier would be like a cam show with me. Like, I'd be putting like, like mayonnaise on my hairy chest or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> how, actually, speaking of which, how does one pivot from watches to amateur pornography? Just asking for a friend. It's really easy these days. I mean, you have Cameo, Cameo, you have OnlyFans, you have Patreon OnlyFans. in some cases. Okay. Um, what's our niche? Well, I mean, well, I mean, I mean hypo- <laughs> hypothetically, what's our what's our amateur pornographer niche? I'm telling you, I think that um, I think that I can probably full, pull off some feet stuff. You do the feet um, stuff, okay? I can like eat noodles with my fingers without a shirt on, or is that mm-hmm. too? To hold, like you know what I mean, like how, uh, dude? There, there are whole, who do we want to cater to? There are whole YouTube channels of Korean girls that are eating food. Yeah, I'm not a Korean <laughs> girl though. <laughs> well, maybe I'm not that maybe lucky. Could, <laughs> maybe right. people are into other things. You could, could just not, be you eating eating noodles. I'm not naturally attractive. I have to do something which makes people overlook my natural unattractiveness. So like working on a car or like doing something manly, like mixing a drink behind a bar, like those things mask my natural un like my natural ugliness. You know, I can't just be like sitting in a chair and saying, "Oh, it's it's sunny outside and people will like jerk off." Like that's not I'm not that kind of attractive. I'm the kind of attractive where you have to like hide it. You know, with other cool stuff. I think I think you can do the food stuff. I think it's like so stuff. shirtless, shirtless eating. I can do the feet stuff. It's like pouring lotion. If you um, could do the feet stuff, I could just own the rest of outer course. <laughs> like I could do like 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 kneecap porn, armpit porn, <laughs> outer I hope course, bro. From work hears this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope nobody from work hears this. Listen, if anyone from work has made it this far into the episode, this can't be that. This can't be that surprising. That's true. That's true. Outer course, the shoulder blades thing, you know what I mean? Where like yeah. you get behind them and you pull their arms backwards so as to create an appropriate channel between or so I'm told. Um, oh, you can between wax the yourself. shoulder blades. You can wax yourself. I can only do so many waxing videos. I mean, at a certain point, the earth will be scorched. I don't know how fast <laughs> body hair grows back. And then, like I think, like I mentioned before, you can we can also sell, you know, we can sell boxers. So you can just go to Target, yeah. buy a ten pack, um, you know, put I could one get a pair fortune. on, go I for a, a jog. Dude, do you want? Then, do you, if we can do this, I have a hamper full of clothing I've been renovating a bathroom with. Oh yeah. my God, Michael, we're sitting on a disgusting gold mine. Yeah, just be like, then make the post on Craigslist, like brown man uh, in my thirties. <laughs> I just went for a jog. It was three miles. Um, I'm in my 30s. All I eat is Doritos and Mountain Dew, and I've been sweating in these uh, underwear for about a a month, ripping out tile in a very low-ventilated room, uh, $4,000. So on this episode, we lost a lot of friends. (laughs) This episode, we have (laughs) no one left. This is truly now a personal conversation. (laughs) But I, myself. but I hope it was a fine distraction from a lot of the hard work that you've been doing. And it's nice to get in touch again. Nice to get in touch again. Hope everyone had fun in this episode. I hope it was just a distraction for everyone just because it's really, um, 
really tough sometimes to just kind of be able to laugh. Even if it's laughing at something horrible, we have to yeah. laugh. Or um, just positive. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Hope hope everyone enjoyed this week's show. Here, mm-hmm. let's do this. Episode 185 of the Two Broke Watchhouse podcast. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. Um, you know, uh, Hodinky Clock. Fucking stupid. Shame on you assholes. Uh, support us on Patreon if you want. If not, that's totally cool too. Show's still free. Um, Man steals dildo. That guy's got his priorities in check. In terms of unpopular watch opinions, uh, Rolex is a fashion brand. Homages aren't that bad. Hashtags don't mean you have fucking friends. And Quartz is better. Also, huge shout out to our wrist checks today. So I'm rocking this Invicta Pro Diver. Michael, you were rocking the um, Notice Contrail. Yeah, I totally. I wrote down the wrong notice. That's, I'm like, that's not. I, I wrote down Avalon, but I have the Avalon. God <laughs> damn it! Yeah. I'm like, yeah. wait, I'm not gonna. That sounds wrong. Notice Contrail. Um, I was gonna say something else. So yes, we do apologize. We weren't able to do. Uh, we're backlogged, and we weren't able to do Patreon audio wrist check shoutouts last week or this week for this episode. But um, the 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 people who are on our Patreon who are contributing to us, you'll be getting. Uh, notifications from me this week to get your 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 name and what watch you want to use for your um, Patreon audio wrist check shout out and it's going to be a lot of fun so do apologize for the delay there uh, life gets in the way but here let's uh, let's do this Michael is it uh, is it that time is it that sad time that time but uh, I think it was a fun episode we'll see what kind of response we get great I had so much. I don't care what people say. Fuck you guys and your opinions. I mean, it's a free show. <laughs> guys, okay. You either liked the show or you didn't like the show. I, I don't want to get emails like, oh, well, I enjoyed the discussions between minutes 15 and 45, but I feel the rest of it was to touch pedantic. Pedantic. Whatever the fuck you say that word. I really don't give a shit. You can literally take your thoughts, form them into a dildo, and sit on them. Okay. <laughs> form them into a four foot dildo and sit on them. With that, my name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later.